0: Hello and welcome to the Addicted Austinite, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. In this week's episode, I am so excited because we are finally starting our run on Northanger Abbey. Yay! Um, I don't know if you noticed, I, I may have mentioned it a couple of times, but uh, Northanger Abbey is my favourite Jane Austen novel. It's one of my favourite novels of all time, as well, actually. Uh, I just adore it. I, of course, love all of Jane's other works as well. um, But the first time I read Northanger Abbey, it it really jumped out at me and I made a real connection with it. So much so that uh, my first novel, God's Hollow, was heavily influenced by Northanger Abbey and by Jane's writing. um, And it was described by one amazing reviewer, as Northanger Abbey meets Mills and Boone, uh, which I am so happy with because that's exactly what I was going for. And so, um, after uh, some suggestions from some of my listeners, thank you, Francis and Julie, um, for suggesting this, I decided that our first episode on Northanger Abbey. Um, was going to be about my connection to Northanger Abbey, why it's so important, how it inspired my novel and my experiences of writing a Jane Austen inspired story. Now I am not very good at self promotion it has to be said I find it really awkward and embarrassing so I'm just going to get it out of the way now and then continue with the rest of the episode like it didn't happen. Um, So my Novel is called God's Hollow, and um, it is available as an ebook and paperback on Amazon, and as an ebook from the publisher's website, Ecstasy Books. And um, I will put a link in the description if I don't put you off reading it by the end of this episode. Um, and if you'd like to, you are more than welcome uh, to give it a read. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Shameless self-promotion done with. Uh, Let's move on with the rest of the episode. So, I want you to picture the scene. In a small uni room in Bath, a young woman is watching the 2007 Northanger Abbey film, uh, the one with, with J.J. Fields in. She is inspired to write a little scene, which she sends to her friend who comes back and says that it could be made into a novel if it was elaborated on and given some care and attention. To this day, I do not know if my friend was joking or not. Um, If you hadn't guessed, I I was the girl in the uni room in Bath. (laughs) But here we are. My first novel is published. There were a lot of things that really came together for me to become a published author, but I can honestly say that Northanger Abbey and Jane Austen really were the catalyst for that. I never thought that I would ever be an author. It wasn't something that I'd ever considered. I liked English well enough, and I used to make up stories all the time, but it just never occurred to me to write them down. <laughs> and I'd been told that my writing was a bit rubbish, my grammar was all over the place. So it didn't. It wasn't on my radar. But then that that moment of writing that scene that I sent to my friends and that suggestion, whether joking or not, something suddenly clicked for me. And now I'm a writer. I think what really captured my attention about Northanger Abbey over any of the other novels um, wasn't just the gothic aspect, which, of course, I adore, and we will be looking at that in more le- in more depth uh, in the episodes to come. But it was really... The tone of the novel, it was the youth and the innocence and naivety, which really sort of captured me. Rightly so, Jane's heroines are very strong women, um, particularly Elizabeth Bennet from Pride and Prejudice, of course. And she was using her novels to show the new women that were coming to the fore in Georgian society. And I do love her other heroines as well, but Catherine Morland really spoke to me. I've never really been an overly confident person. I've always been quite naive and quick to trust, easily led that kind of thing, very much like Catherine Morland. And it meant so much to me to see her as the main star of a novel. And sort of touching on that, um my second favourite Jane Austen novel is, is Mansfield Park. I absolutely adore Fanny Price as well. Which isn't the popular opinion. <laughs> Um, but my love of those two characters is actually where I got my author name from obviously Catherine Morland and then Fanny Price and really Northanger Abbey was just such a happy novel for me I was that girl that never really considered herself as the starring role not even in my own life and I did heavily rely on on reading novels to find my adventures I I didn't have an awfully large collection of of non-fictional friends when I was a kid Uh, and I did just love reading. There was nothing happier for me than than sitting with with my nose in a book and I was so happy uh, to see myself reflected in Catherine Moreland uh, in Northanger Abbey. And of course the message in Northanger Abbey is not to let yourself get carried away with reading novels, enjoy them, but not to try and live them necessarily. Um, And that was something that I really wanted to push in my own writing as well, because I know that I've gotten into a few scrapes in my life because I've expected things to play out like a novel and they never never do. But instead of being really negative about it, like Jane, I I wanted to to show that you can love novels and you can love reading, but that you just have to remember to be your own person as well. My heroine, Annabelle, um, she spends most of her time living like she is the main character in a novel, which technically... She is, it it all gets very meta if you think about it too much, but she spends most of her time in this fantasy world, but she uses those experiences to really come into her own by the end of the novel, which of course plays on that positive example that we talked about as one of Jane's sort of core characters in her novels. This idea that you can get things wrong and still win, basically. (laughs) still get your happy ending which of course I know is basically the setting for every novel ever written but the way that Jane puts it really got to me and her writing style really sort of inspired my own. Another aspect of Northanger Abbey that that really made me love it was the setting in in Bath for sort of the first half really. Um, I grew up in Somerset, so Bath was really always on my radar and my mum uh, is a really big Jane Austen fan. Hi mum! Um, So of course she loved coming to Bath and getting that Jane Austen connection. So I grew up with that and as I went through school it was clear that I absolutely loved history and of course Bath naturally caught my attention history-wise. Bath Now is a, a world heritage city, thanks to its history, and it has this reputation as a beautiful-looking, nostalgic reminder of Britain's past, and that is something that I wanted to capture in, in my novels. I wanted that comfort and that nostalgia, but also I was following Jane's footstep, because this Image of a beautiful bath has really sort of coloured our collective perception of its history and sort of the Georgian era as it happened in Bath, And like Jane, I wanted to show that less perfect side to Bath in the Georgian era to the middle classes and all of those lovely things that we sort of focus on when we think back on the Georgian era. Of course, Jane's whole purpose in her novels is to challenge common perceptions and push for the new. And that is really what I wanted to do with my novels as well. Of course, Jane is more commenting on her society as it's happening. She's pointing out stupid people, stupid actions, stupid rules, and how we can change them and make a better society for ourselves. Whereas mine is slightly different uh, in that I want to challenge deep-rooted misconceptions of the past that we have, thanks to the collective nostalgia that we sort of built up around ourselves and I wanted to show that the past isn't exactly the alien place that we think it is in in a lot of cases. So Jane really sort of inspired that in me, that pushback against what we know and what we expect. Another one of the episodes uh, that is going to be in this series of Northanger Abbey is going to be about the rise of the novel in Georgian society and its impact um, and how Jane's writing really pushed that envelope as well. The last major part of Northanger Abbey that really sort of inspired my novel was the thoughts. They were such perfectly bad characters and I really wanted to push the gothic and take it over the top with my own villains as it were. Like seriously if my novel was set like a century later the villain would be twirling a pencil moustache and tying people to train tracks like I really wanted to take that to the extremes. I loved the utter ridiculousness of, of John Thorpe. Um, and trust me, we will be talking about exactly how fast a carriage can actually go uh, in another episode. And I I really wanted to sort of play with that ridiculous, almost pantomime-esque villain. And, and basically sort of following... Jane's footsteps and just laughing at everybody. I wanted the gothic, but I also wanted the satire that Jane put into her work. Writing a Jane Austen-inspired novel was a very interesting experience for me. In some ways it was really good, really easy, really fun, and in other ways it was difficult and caused a few problems. To start with, when I first started writing, I very much had Jane's sort of style to it. It was this omniscient narrator that would make little offhand remarks. Um, I am a very sarcastic person. <laughs> and I sort of wanted to put that into my narration. But that is a very Georgian era style of narration and sort of talking to publishers it did cause a few problems because it's not a very popular narration style at the moment and so I had to really sort of re-jig my novel to make it into a more accessible format for my readers. I don't think that an omniscient narrator is such a bad thing and I really enjoy that style obviously and It is something that I do want to play with at some point but God's Hollow was my first novel and I thought okay I'm going to take all the advice I can get and get published and then once I've sort of established myself then I can start playing with things. So that was sort of an aspect of Jane Austen that I loved but that also caused a few problems. Another interesting aspect to writing Jane Austen-inspired novel is that at first it was very hard for me to sort of separate a plot of Northanger Abbey from my own novel. I wanted to pay homage to it, but the first draft was just like a carbon copy with the names changed. So it took me a while to sort of find that balance where it's clearly, you know, a loving tangent from Northanger Abbey but was also sort of my own creation at the same time, because I I love Jane, she's what got me into writing, and I really wanted to bring that into this novel, and well, really thank her for for putting that idea in in my head, but obviously I didn't want to just plagiarise Northanger Abbey and, and put my own name on it, so it was a really interesting experience trying to sort of find the right level Whenever you read a guide on how to write a novel, you will always see the advice that you should write what you want to read. And obviously I had Northanger Abbey. That was a novel that I wanted to read and that I loved. But there were certain things that I wanted to play with and expand on and and take really over the top. I wanted that fun, witty challenge to social norms coupled with that guaranteed happy ending. I am so frustrated with the current fixation on dystopias and bittersweet stories Um, that's in our culture at the moment. I mean, I understand that for a lot of people, a lot looks very, very bleak at the moment and I'm not saying that dystopias aren't a valid expression of how we feel about our society it's just it's getting slightly tiring that it seems to be in everything (laughs) everything has got that slant on it I just wanted something that was fun that you could read and the bad things happened but you knew it would all be okay in the end And I'm not saying that I am ever going to be able to write like Jane does and write to her level. And I don't completely want to. I do want to find my own voice as an author. But I wanted to to take that general feeling that Jane creates for me, that feeling of the excitement and the comfort and the humour, and I wanted to give that to other people as well. So, thank you, Jane Austen, for being the trailblazing woman that you were and for inspiring me to consider a career that I hadn't ever thought of before and to bring me so much joy with your writing but with my own writing as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Addicted Austenite. I hope you've enjoyed it it is a slightly different to what we usually have but if you did enjoy it like it comment uh, share it with every person that you know um, and i will see you next week for a new episode that will be back to our usual way of doing things and until then happy reading your faithful servant the author oh and p.s buy my book <laughs>